So while I'm getting this up and running, if you want to introduce yourself. Yep, sure. Feel free. And I'll get the, I need to get this call going too, so you are, sure. Okay. It was a happy surprise after we already went. Is this 9-4 guest talk presentation? Yes. Okay. It wants to repair well, good it. Good afternoon, we'll everyone. My name is Hamilton Perkins. I'm the founder of Hamilton Perkins Collection. Um, we're making bags from recycled materials. We use plastic water bottles, billboards, conference vinyl, museum banners, pineapple leaves. So each bag is always unique and different. Uh, we're a local company. We started about three years ago with Kickstarter. We had a $10,000 goal. We hit the goal in about six days. Uh, shipped about 25k in crowdfunding revenue from the campaign, impacted about 17,000 plastic water bottles, and that was really our first start. We uh, took about a year to just learn how to go out and find materials that we wanted to work with, how to manufacture those products. I'll go through a deck, which we'll kind of run through, but if anything, we'll just have a conversation. Um, ended up spending a year working with retail stores, so we knocked on doors. We ended up getting our products sold in about 150 retail locations around the world. We worked with some Fortune 500 customers like Hewlett Packard, Dow Chemical, Nordstrom, TJ Maxx, Parker, um, We're a small team, it's two full-timers and one part-timer. We are basically in our fifth month now in the MacArthur Center here locally. We are and we spent a lot of time working with retail stores and we just figured why not figure out it figure it out for ourselves um, you know we essentially work with uh, consumers we work directly um, we ended up I'm gonna move over here so I don't yeah and actually I'm going to does anybody have a USB port to HDMI it doesn't like my my uh, my version of PowerPoint doesn't like your PowerPoint got it okay my education background um, so I'm a local, I guess I'm an entrepreneur, local, uh, grew up here, I went to Old Dominion, uh, studied marketing there, thought I was going to be a sports management major, uh, figured out there's a lot of business in that field, oh, okay. so I ended up switching over to business marketing. Um, I worked in retail for five years, so I spent time selling for managing, being an assistant buyer, um, seeing a lot of trends, kind of only you know, had seen retail, like that was the only thing I knew, so I wanted to get a bird's eye view of the economy. So I spent some time working in banking and investment management. Prior to this, I was working in Merrill Lynch. Um, I got a chance to rotate throughout Bank of America's, you know, 10 lines of business roughly, and just kind of see under the hood of, you know, a lot of organizations, a lot of companies. And I really want, saw myself kind of working in uh, retail, but wasn't really sure how that might manifest itself, but went back to business school, I got my MBA at Women Mary, so um, two years, um, you know, kind of, you want me to yeah, back please. I'm going to see this. Am I just dropping it on this USB? I'm going to try to see if I can say that. Okay. Well, we're so if there's any, like, direct questions you have or, like, just want to talk about, just, yeah. we'll just do that. Yeah, actually, what you just said, I was curious, what makes it more difficult? Yeah, so... Number one is cost. I mean, it's very expensive. If you look at the yard, you know, you buy this type of canvas. If it didn't have a recycled element to it, you can get it for $2 a yard, a dollar a yard. You know, we'll pay as much as $12, $13, $15 a yard for the same material. So it adds up. 
Um, it's a slower process, and you hear the concept of fast fashion and slow fashion. So this is considered slow fashion because it takes longer. Um, our team goes out, and we are hands-on with every piece of the product. We source it, we wash it, clean it. We're selecting the most interesting pieces. You know, we're giving instructions and patterns to factories. We have about four factories that we contract with. It's a longer time frame for us to collect all this kind of input of material and then send that off to a factory when a traditional process would just be like send that factory a computer aided design and then they can just, you know, on the spot begin production of a bulk order. Um, it also takes a lot of perception. Uh, you know, I think there's a higher sort of acquisition cost to get customers in the door because at the end of the day, when we think about recycling, we think about you know, it's crunchy or it's being thrown away. It's not something that's for me, that's for this other group. But the reality is, you know, nothing really has to look the way it is or nothing really has to, there's a branding cost. So I think that at the end of the day, if we were to spend more focus on, you know, maybe if it was a traditional product, we wouldn't have to overcome the, okay, well, it's not recyclable. You know, there's a certain level of cost that's against goes into requiring so it's expensive to produce the product, it's expensive to uh, to ship the product, it's expensive to acquire customers for the product. You know, so you know the question is well why do it? Well it's the right thing to do. And then that's where that's our bet. You know, I think most companies are gonna have a bet, they're gonna have a thesis about what can be done, what are the options. And I think that's kind of where we, you know, there's not a sweet spot at the end of the day. You know, there's several companies that are doing stuff out of recycling materials. They make clothing, they make bags, they might make shoes. Um, and there's always like a big gap in the middle. We've got larger companies that they have full collection of everything traditional, you know, cotton, leather, but maybe the balance of that is like, they might do a small piece of their collection of done in recycled materials. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one season, you know, they do it and it's done. And that, that has an impact on the people. But we're trying to find another cable. We don't have. Sure, I'm going to be an IT person, which, as you all see, I still keep my other job. But do you have to clean the recycled materials? Is that part of your job? It is part of our job in some cases. So we work with plastic water bottles and pineapple leaves. These are elements that we're buying. So in those cases, we're outsourcing that cleaning. We're outsourcing the manufacturing of the final product, the textile. But in a vinyl from a museum, excuse me, that's what we're hands on in the cleaning and sterilizing it. Versus if we buy it from someone, a partner, we're going to let them handle that piece of it. We're just handling the final assembly cut. So um, we, you know, at two people, you know, most of our time is sales. You know, we're out selling products, bulk orders, retail stores, website, brick and mortar, pop-up store. So we're not really in-house kind of like handling a lot of manufacturing and facility stuff like it might look, you know, maybe cool if we had like a, you know, a big warehouse somewhere. But, uh, you know, that is part of the process though. It does happen. Um, I did have a chance to go down to Haiti where a lot of the plastic is coming from. Um, I went down a summer or two ago and just, you know, saw the process from start to finish. The 
very first mile of that supply chain is basically a collection center. Collection centers are then uh, basically in, they're, they're the intake for the plastic. And from there, that plastic is then baled, it's flaked, and kind of pre like prepped for uh, manufacturing to be a textile. It's not something that's really practical to do stateside, given the extreme cost of it. Um, also, kind of turns into a supply chain setup kind of thing that you have to do. Um, whole companies are, you know, set up to be distributors of textiles or manufacturers of textiles. So in our case, you know, we try to focus on what we can do best, which, you know, number one, make product. Number two, storytell around that product. And number three, you know, bring awareness and sustainability through marketing, branding, design. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a, you know, there's no manual to it. There's no like place you can just go and just look it up and say this is how it's done. Everything is hands on. Because we're kind of dealing with two things. We're dealing with the fact that it's a startup company, and we're dealing with the fact that it's something that's not necessarily the biggest part of the market today. So, if I understood you correctly, and I apologize for raising down your heads for the third time, you your recycled products you have to get outside the United States because the recycled material in the United States is too expensive to deal with. I wouldn't say it in those words. I'd say we source materials globally: mm -hmm. Philippines, Haiti, Virginia, Nevada, all over the world. But we don't necessarily on one product that we make made from recycled plastic. We don't, we don't source the plastic bottles locally. Okay. We source it from a company that basically sources it from Haiti. And that's cost prohibitive to sort of do that in-house. Or, or in a local market. You know, you have to invest in some type of facility and you have to like have a whole company that could do that. And 